0: Good Morning Church family. <laughs> Good morning. We're so blessed to be able to be up here. And uh, our deepest consult- condolences really do out to the Mulder family. The Molder family has been a part big part of our story and Sabrina's story, and uh, we're so blessed to have Sully molders around us.) <laughs> um, but really, this is um, a story. I know you guys have been up here a lot and spoke. I spoke a lot about my story, and uh, the real, true, powerful story is this uh, amazing woman right here, um, following this headstrong, stubborn, strong-willed man through this journey to uh, uh, come into this church. Um, you're going to find some uh, some interesting things that she had to go through as I'm diving into this church and uh, running full speed. And uh, she's just trying to keep up and find truth in this old time, and just really blessed that she's up here, and uh, I can't believe really thankful. It. <laughs> so <laughs> they
1: finally got me up here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> amen, amen. When we take one step to the forward to God's will. He's going to do something Thanks amazing. Thanks for all
1: the prayers, by the way, everybody. I know everybody has prayed a whole ton for me this week, so I appreciate that a lot.
0: Amen. So. But really this story is about how, um, what this church family has done in our lives. A lot of you know our story uh, of coming to this church and uh, the many uh, folks that have uh, really been there for us, that prayed for us. And what Lord has done through this church in our lives has been really amazing. We could never imagine for me and Sabrina to be up here. Speaking, it's something that mm-hmm. if you would have told us this five or six years ago, we would have laughed real hard. We were like, "We're in the back of the pew people." Yeah, yeah. We're the, we said the back and just you know <laughs> smiling away. Yeah, yeah. But God had a different plan for us, and we really want to um, inspire this church and every one of you, uh, uh, wherever you go. That simple prayers, simple reaching out, is something that could really impact somebody's lives. And we all have a, a, a process in in this. So please. Pray for us as we give our story, and we'll just have uh, one quick prayer before we get started. And um, yeah, Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you. We thank you for uh, being able to be a, a witness for you and for your goodness in our lives. Um, Lord, we're here. You know. We thank you for giving us the strength to show up, and Lord, we're just asking you to do the rest. And, and Lord, we have an amazing story to share, and it's your story. And it's this church's story and what these people have done in our lives through you. We just ask that you would be with us through this, and just uh, uh, send the Holy Spirit upon this place, and um, let us say what we what people want to hear.
1: Father, I just thank you for this opportunity. Really, um, it's been such a long time, and I. I'm so thankful that we have opportunity to share our story and what you've done in our lives. And I just pray that it'll be a blessing to all and that you can um, just give me peace as I'm sharing, Father. And um, thank you so much for this wonderful Sabbath day. It's such a beautiful day.
0: Jesus, let me pray. amen. 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 Well, thank you guys. <laughs> and we're going, we're doing this. <laughs> thank you, honey. So, uh, believe it or not, me and Sabrina actually knew each other since junior high. We were going to the same school in junior high. We knew of each other, and all throughout high school, we uh, we knew who each other were, but really never really got to really know each other until outside of high school. That's really when we started dating, and uh, really, um, uh, really our journey started about 12 years ago, which is pretty amazing. Our oldest son just had a birthday uh, last Thursday, 12 years old now, but when he came into our lives, that was really the, the starting point of where we'd be, we we went from being kids into adults. And um, when I was a child and re- when I was growing up, my family was uh, big on going to church every weekend, uh, big on uh, uh, church programs. I was involved in every Christian ministry in, in the West Coast, you know, Camp Good News, Hume Lake. I mean, that was getting shipped off to all these Christian things, and always uh, involved in uh, youth groups and all this stuff. And you know, really, when uh, Gunner came into our lives, uh, I had fallen away as a young kid. And uh, I knew when Gunner came into our lives, uh, I really wanted to raise him how I was raised, um, just to start there. And uh, we started attending our, our my old family church, it was in Pismo, a new life. And uh, we started going there on the weekends, and bringing Sabrina, and um, and it was just it was really fun to get back into that. And there was something for Sabrina to uh, too that um, really started uh, impacting her on going to a church uh, every weekend too.
1: Yeah, that was actually my first like real experience with a church. Um, Can everybody hear me? Okay. Okay. (laughs) Um, So yeah, it was actually his church was huge it was awesome we would go in they had like a full rock band worship team and i mean i'm talking guitars uh drums yeah. bass you know there was this huge rock band and just a ton of people it was huge mm-hmm. and you know whether or not I was sitting there and actually understood what they were saying or what he was preaching. You know, I'd fill in the blanks in the bulletin and you know say I'm tuck it in my Bible and and you know run home and say oh, I'm going to read this later. You know, and it was just a very encouraging environment, especially for being a young new mom. So I was really really happy that we had the opportunity to go to his home church. Mm. Um, that being said. You know, I wasn't really raised with a whole lot of Jesus, God influence in my life. I had some, but for the most part, it just wasn't a part of our lives. Um, we didn't go to church on a regular basis. We didn't read the Bible. I don't really think I saw anybody reading the Bible. We didn't pray. Um, so it was kind of an interesting time for me to just say okay let's go to your church (laughs) okay let's go see what it's all about I don't really know what it's about so um, but I don't want to say that like I didn't know anything about the Bible because I had um, an influence my aunt in Southern California it's actually where I was born she was very involved in her church and she would play us um, Bible stories Um, worship songs, kids worship songs in her car. We would go to church with her on occasion. It was maybe a handful of times just because we didn't go down there too often. But um, I would say that that was my most influential, but I was still young. However, let me flip my notes. Um, You know, I knew who God was. I knew that Jesus died on the cross. I knew God made the earth in six days, rested on the seventh. I knew about the Bible, and it was a pretty important book. There's Mm. some guys named Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And then there's this like almost frightening book at the very end of the Bible called Revelation. And I'm like, oh, what is that? It's like where you go to, where you want to know about the end, like the end times and the whole scary end of the world kind of a thing. And so to me... That was frightening, and, you know, I didn't feel the need to go there, and like I said, we didn't really read the Bible too much, so it was just my knowledge of what I was getting from everybody else, and for me, it just made, because of Revelation and knowing that it was like this end, and I felt like God was this, like, very judgmental God just sitting up in heaven, like, it created a huge, like, distant for me. So God was here, and I'm here, and there's, like, some rules to follow and a book to read, and... You know, so it just wasn't a relational experience for me. Yeah. So going to yeah. his church, it was awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, I really enjoyed that. I kind of felt yeah. that there was a little bit of that there. So it
0: was Yeah, exciting. like she said, this church actually grew exponentially since I was a kid to when we started going there. And you know, she was uh, really loving the church. And I was coming back and being like, man, I don't know anybody. This church is really big. Uh, Yes, there was greeters, but it wasn't that same church family feeling. It was like, uh, it was just so big. It just didn't have that that church feeling for me. So it was different for me, but it was just amazing to see Sabrina just really gain uh, a little bit from that. But at that time, Gunner was three years old. We were living in San Luis in this tiny little single-wide mobile. And uh, that was a time during a big drought. So actually, the well that we were... uh, Uh, that provided water for our house dried up so we ended up having to move uh so it was a really stressful time for us you know we're being young parents in our 20s um a lot of different things came up in our lives and we were just really stressed out and it was at a time that we were thinking almost about splitting apart um we had these huge issues and and we didn't know where we were going and um it was just a really difficult time we were really stressed but um we actually were, uh, you know, Sabrina had a really impactful thing with, uh, with trying to go to that church. She started doing something amazing with um, trying to seek God through all these things and what our, our next move right. was.
1: so it was a super stressful time with a young kid and then having to be asked to move and, you know, not really sure. You know, we didn't make a ton of money, so just trying to figure out where we were going to go next and made it very stressful. Mm. And the experience I had at his church And through my mother-in-law and my own mother, just, like, throwing devotionals at me, like, hey, just pray about it. All will be fine, you know. And I'm like, okay, I'll just pray. I'll just pray. I mean, honestly, there's nothing else I can do. Like, we have to either find a house or, you know, figure something else out. Like, literally, nothing else to do. So I prayed hard. I really did. And that was, like, the only time in my life where I can actually say that, like I clinged to prayer, and I didn't even know what I was praying. I didn't even know how to pray. You know, yeah. it was it was a very funny time. I learned a lot, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I prayed. But I didn't just pray. Um, I actually journaled and wrote down my prayer. But yeah. I have to be honest, it wasn't just a prayer where it's like, "Hey God, please help me with this." and You know, I just don't know where we're going next. And so just please, like, encourage us. It was nothing like that. It was like, okay, Lord, let me tell you what I need. I need this home. I need it to have this amount of space. I need a space where our garden can grow, um, big enough for our chickens, enough room for our house to or our family to expand. Like, I was so specific in my prayer. It was kind of incredible. I kind of felt like I'm like... You know, Taking a bullet, wish list. Like, yeah, like <laughs> wish list, exactly. Yeah. I'm like, okay, God, this is what I want. Here you go. Mm-hmm. And I still, have, I still have it.
0: That list is dead.
1: I still have it. I can't even explain. He answered that prayer like 10.
0: To the T, like, like by I the word. I just yeah. was like
1: checking yes. it off. I'm like, oh my gosh, okay, there's a space for our garden. There's, wow, there's what? Okay. Thank you, Lord. Mm-hmm. It was incredible. Like mm-hmm. from having no experience praying and then he just followed through. And um, it really increased my faith. Like mm-hmm. so much. Mm-hmm. And um, Yeah. It was awesome.
0: It was amazing. It really was. It was a big transition for us. Um, you know, moving, I was having all my jobs in San Louis. We found a place in Paso. I changed my work up here in Paso. Sabrina changed her work. And, uh, uh, I mean, after we got that place, we were looking around, and we're like, wow, we're just, Sabrina started checking off this list. I'm like, wow, praise God. I, you know, I was a little reluctant to move up North County. I've always grew up in South County. And, uh, you know, Sabrina found this place, and she was really the rock right then and there. She was the one that was really leading uh, the faith in Jesus at that time. Uh, Being so young in Christianity and in a young faith, I was just, I'm really impressed on that time of how she leaned on God in prayer. And I was just, it was amazing. But when we moved up here, we really lost that connection. You know, the Pismo's are a little too far of a drive to be going to church every weekend. So we kind of just... Stopped, stopped going to church, we stopped reading, we just kind of, you know, started getting into the uh, uh, routine of life, we were growing a garden, we have tons of chickens, you know, we were just getting busy, and um, and then um, Sabrina really felt the need of going out and let's find a new family church.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, I just had this huge answer to prayer, so I'm like, this is awesome, let's mm-hmm. keep. Let's go find something. And so, you know, we were in Paso. We were, like, East Paso. And so I did some research. I remember driving by a couple of churches, like, well, hey, that one looks nice. Or, hey, maybe let's go try that one. And so we did. We tried a few of them. And actually, oh, I will never forget, we walked into this church in Paso. And, um... It's a little small, but I saw their drum set. I saw, like, all their guitars lined up. And I'm like, yes! Okay. Got another, another rock band. rock band yeah. church. Yeah. Okay, here we go. And, uh, you know, they had a Sunday school, so Gunnar was over there. And so, like, we could really focus, you know. And then yeah. um, we sat down. Yeah. Oh, we didn't even finish the service. Yeah. We sat down, and they started playing. And it was so
0: loud. You could see all the elderly people started going like this. It was just like... <laughs> yeah. and even for us as young people we were like wow this is loud we didn't even this is finish really loud. we
1: got up and walked yeah. out and I'm like okay yeah that is not I what we're looking what for <laughs> <laughs> so after that you know trying just a few churches after that we're like mm, yeah. okay you know we'll just nothing's really setting like, yeah nothing nothing's really fitting, stuck
0: and kind of gave up again and kind of went back into the routine of like life and you know, I was going through this time of, of really, you know, I love backpacking. I love being outside. I love gardening. And I kind of made that my church. You know, I made my garden my church. I'd spent all this time in the garden and uh, all this time outside backpacking. I was still going two to three weeks a year out backpacking. And it was, that was kind of like my church. And, and uh, you know, I just kind of stopped doing it. I kind of fell in my own ways. And then... Uh, so Brittany nudged me. Yeah.
1: I fell into my job. So he was out, you know, backpacking and we're raising a family, and but yeah. I loved my job, and my job was on the weekends. I actually worked at a winery up here, a couple of them, and you know, the whole weekend is just booked to, you know, be in yeah. that industry. And mm-hmm. so we just stopped, and um,
0: yeah.
1: where are we now? the bottom here. <laughs> You know, we thought about... And then Sabrina
0: me out somewhere that hold I don't on. really like to go. Hold we, on, oh, side
1: note. I was just going to say, <laughs> we speak totally differently, by yeah. the way. He's all like, tell. no notes. And I'm like, hold on, let me go back to where we were. Uh, I need to... Yeah. So this is how I'm staying focused here. <laughs> <Praise God. laughs> but anyhow. So, yeah, we were working and Gunnar was going to this really awesome school in Paso, San Miguel, actually. Um The Almond Acres, anyhow. A couple of friends there were like, hey, you're new up here. Have you heard of this Vine Street celebration thing? You do it Mm. on Christmas, around Christmas time. And I thought, oh, cool. Let's go. Let's take the kids, or Mm. Gunner, let's throw the stroller in the back and we'll just go push them. We'll get a couple of candy canes. And I heard there was Scrooge and, you know, all of these different things on Vine Street. And um, this one, is not so interested in large crowds. So no, it was kind yeah. of like pushing him out the yeah, door really. to get there to go because yeah. I really wanted to get to know the town. You know, we're up mm-hmm. here, it's new, so.
0: Yeah, and as all the churches will meet together, if you haven't been there in Christmas time, it's like every denomination in this area is all on this street. And it is packed. I mean, packed. And, you know, I'm just, I get horrible anxiety in crowds. I didn't want to go, of course. This is, you know... I just don't want any part of it, and I'm just there, just grinning in my face, pushing the stroller, and just, people are just giving me pamphlets and pamphlets, I'm like, yeah, whatever, just, yeah, okay, let's, we're almost at the end of the road here, you know, like at least Sabrina's happy, you know, and then um, in my grumbling and upsetness, uh, this guy comes out, and he's got this little book, this little uh, summary of the great controversy, and he sticks it in my face, and I about had it, and he's like, you realize there's a war going on? And I'm like, dude, buddy, you better believe it. I am st- ready, stacked to the teeth with stuff. I got, I got my garden. I got my chickens. I, I prep. I set up food. I got a place set up in the woods for when all this blo- explodes and blows and stuff. And he was like, oh, okay, well, I want to come check this out. So he got my number, and uh, his name was Robert. Robert uh, used to go here, Robert Zeravica. And, um, you know, I honestly never, I didn't read the book um, at that time. But what was impactful is he called me back. He, he, he reached out, and he's like, I really love to see, see what you're doing with your garden, with your chickens. This sounds really awesome. So he came out. He had two boys too, showed them around the garden, showed our chicken operation. We had 50, you know, egg layers, and yeah, it was a really fun uh, place to grow a garden. And um, it was just really neat. And then at the end of it, he was just real bold. He's like, well, what can the church do for you? What can we do? I'm like, I don't know. Uh, you know, and then eventually it came to him. He came a second time, and the boys really got together good. And uh, he invited us to church. And, um, of course, you know, as, as it goes, he invited us. I'm like, all right, we'll see you Sunday. And, you no, know, it's not Sunday. It's Saturday. We'll see you on Saturday. I'm like, okay. That's interesting. But, uh, yeah, you're a really nice guy. I want to come check it out. But, you know, really the combination of our first times coming to this church, it really hit home for me. It was that when I grew up in that church, in that family church, it was you had a sense of people wanting to pray for you, of caring for you, of wrapping their arms around you and asking how you're doing. When we walked through those doors, it it was like I was a kid all over again at this church. And it was like, wow, people are at the door. They're ready to pray. They're saying hi. They're introducing you. It was just I felt this family feeling that I really was longing for in a church. And it was amazing. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it was it was really good. Um, I just have to say though, I was pretty shocked that out of all the churches that were at <laughs> Vine Street, it was this one that mm-hmm. really stuck out and like stuck. You know, because yeah. like I said, I had no experience really with God, Christianity at all. I had no idea about a Seventh Day Adventist church meeting on a Sabbath on a Saturday. So anyhow, I'm like, okay, let's go. So we go, and immediately greeted by, you may know her, but Jan Heiss, um, just completely wrapped me in her arms, and was like, how can I pray for you? Can I pray for you? I'm like, what? She wants to pray for me? Like, Mm -hmm. do you know me? No? Okay, sure, yeah, pray for me. And it was that immediate connection, it was that, like, heart connection, that, I had been missing all along. Mm. Um, and it was just, it really, really impacted me. It wasn't just Jan. It was Linda. It was Linda. It was Leah. It was Debbie. It was Kathy. Yeah. and Joy. I could say everybody in here. But, you know, honestly, it was just, I kept wanting to come back just for the people. I kept hoping mm. that, like, somebody would be there and want to pray for me. Because I was conflicting. I'm like, Saturday... Mm-hmm. I mean, so I'm going to have to like quit work, you know, yeah. my job. It, like I loved my job. Yeah. So, you know, it was a lot of the people here. And so that yeah. was an issue I was having when we first started attending was my job. I didn't mm-hmm. want it to change our lives. And That's I know right. this one had an issue.
0: <laughs> yeah. And, um, you know, I wanted to really emphasize on uh, how amazing this church body is because that was really out of time. When I first couple of times I came, so we didn't come. Uh, we were in there, this church was in a transition period between pastors. Zach was just getting coming in as a new pastor, and uh, really it was just church family that kind of got together. And I saw that I was sitting in the back, and I was like, "Wow, this church family is coming together, even though they don't have a pastor right now." It's still, I still had that feeling of a church family. It was, it was a powerful, it was powerful to see you guys working together. Uh, it was really amazing, and then Zach showed up, and that made it even better because <laughs> he is an amazing man. But you know, all this love and you know, surrounding and co- comfort, feeling yeah, that's awesome. It's good, but when it came to the theology, I was not there at all. I was like, this is, this is way beyond what I could imagine Christianity is with splitting hairs with Saturday and Sunday and, uh, you know, the thought of non-eternal hell, revelation. I was really big on that when I was a kid. Of course, kids are just drawn to that, all these beasts and stuff, and had a way different understanding of what revelation was to what was being said here. And I'm like kind of getting upset at this point. I'm like, man, this church is full of really nice people, and if they're following a lie, that's pretty messed up, right? I'm like, I've got to go in there, and, you know, these are wonderful, loving people. They deserve to know what truth is. So I'm going to figure this out Uh, arrogantly, and like I said before, my stubborn, headstrong mentality is coming through here, so I just dove in, you know, I was working at a machine shop at that time, I had an opportunity for eight hours a day, I was just putting my headphone in and just listening to history, to scripture, and I just started knocking down one wall after the other, and it was just, it was amazing, it was It was a time that I'm like, you know, I'm coming home, I'm telling Sabrina about this stuff, and I'm trying to like break it down, and yeah, and I'm like rambling on and on about all this and that and the history of that, and now this happened, and she's like, okay, great, you know, I'm still thinking about the things I had to deal with. The flood, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, and um, what this really meant for us, and, and you know, like Sabrina said, she was working on the weekends and working a lot, and I'm like, you know, I'm going to church, Uh, you know, if you want to come, then come. If not, if not, I was, uh, forgive me. I was real arrogant about it, you know, of just being like, you know, I'm, I'm finding all these amazing truths and this is the way I'm going. Mm -hmm. Um, and sometimes we can be like that.
1: Right. And that was actually a little frustrating for me at times because this one is just i'm gonna go i'm gonna go to the bible study i'm gonna go to the prayer meeting and i'm gonna take the kids do you want to go i'm like well i'm gonna go to work and he's like well you're gonna miss it then and you know it was just kind of this like (laughs) divide where i'm like i want to go to work and i kind of want to be with my family though so it's like what Mm. I, i don't know and you know he's coming and and just like loading all of this like information on me and i'm like well well, well you know i don't yep. really know at all but um yeah it was kind of interesting like it, it frustrated me a little bit to know that he's like diving in and i wasn't going with him mm. you know uh, he's really taking this lead and i was worried it was going to change our lives honestly imagine that
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and look at us now yeah yeah <laughs> um but during that time we were uh we were really blessed to have Laurel come into our lives, yeah. um, you know, and Sabrina started coming here, too, as she was um, uh, pregnant along. with Laurel, Follow, following Alana, or Elena. Uh,
1: following along with you, oh, and then, so. no. Elena was here
0: also uh, pregnant, too, so they really cleaned. At some point. Is it Elena or Alana?
1: Elena. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Sorry, I get enough. that wrong
0: <laughs> all the time. Forgive me. Elena was pregnant, too. They got a really good uh, uh, relationship together, so she was coming a lot, and um, we started doing Bible studies and stuff too, and and, and with me renewing my relationship with Jesus, it really pressed me to do what was right, and you know, we were young uh, parents, and we never took the opportunity to get married. Uh, we were already two kids in, and I'm like, I'm gonna do what was right. I had a really tough time with marriage, and um, so I finally came to to terms with like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna get married, and Zach was just new here, and you know we we came and approached him, we asked him, we're like Zach, like, would you want to marry us? You know, I know we don't know you very much, and you're new, and he just didn't hesitate at all. Praise God for our pastor and wife. Um, he would just uh, uh, you know dove right into giving us uh, counseling and going over marriage counseling and uh, uh, really building ourselves up to this commitment. And then the wedding happened, and I mean, I, I, I don't know how I could put it into words just how amazing that was for him to step up there and just be so loving and kind and not say a word about who we are. I mean, I wasn't baptized yet. My lifestyle was still in my life. I like, we had wine, I liked to drink beer, and, uh, and eat tri-tip. So here comes Zach uh, coming to speak for us and, and you know eat and uh, and we just got tri tip and all this stuff out and uh, he just was so loving and so kind. Did the best marriage service. Uh, Leah helped too with the music during it and it was just it was another thing of this church family just wrapping their arms and just loving us. Yeah, I and I felt
1: that they really cared. Yeah. They really cared for people yeah. that they didn't know, and I just thought it was incredible.
0: I was ready for a lecture, you know, on drinking and, and eating meat, but I never got it. And uh, he, didn't, he didn't bat an eye. He was just, just an amazing, loving guy. He was there that then, and he, he is that now, mm-hmm. too. So we're really thankful for, for Zach and all he's done, too. But like I said, it was just an amazing experience. I'm still just diving into this Adventist faith. And just going headstrong into this, and just on the biggest spiritual high I've ever felt. I'm just, you know, this is amazing, this is wonderful, and look at what this church has been doing. And like I said, I was just finding truth after truth after truth, and it's like, where do I go now but keep following Him? And then something happened to us that totally rocked our world. We got this knock at the door. Um, we got this knock at the door. God provided this amazing house, this big garden, just planted a spring crop. Um, and my landlord, with really good friends, knocks at the door with his wife. And he said, I'm sorry to say, but my son is expecting a child. And we need this house for him. So and that... it was it was really, uh, I mean, imagine how that felt. But God was air right then if I wasn't on that spiritual high I could have never reacted like I did I for some reason I wrapped my arms around them and gave him a big old hug and I said thank you guys I, I really appreciate everything you've done for us I would do the same thing for my son thank you we'll we'll figure this out and I'm just trying to just make a happy situ- you know a bad situation happy mm-hmm. Right, right. So, yeah, he's like
1: loving on our landlord, and I'm just, I am crushed on the inside. I'm like, God, are you serious? Like, my amazing prayer that I prayed, that I asked for, and you gave me everything and more is now falling through the cracks. Cool. Okay. So, my faith went just, it just, I lost my faith. I would say it went down the toilet, but... I don't know. Um, anyway, it was just you know it was a very very very, very hard time, and like yeah. seeing how happy and you know just willing he is to give him a hug and say it 's okay, like we love you, this is great, you know wonderful and then he comes over and he 's like it 'll be fine and i 'm like no it 's not it 's not going to be fine mm. you don 't understand <laughs> now we have two kids we have two dogs, we have forty chickens, we have this huge garden yeah. like you know, we have all of this stuff and this whole plan, and mm-hmm. everything was going so good. It was literally six months after we got married that this happened, mm. and I was just crushed. And,
0: and, you know, I was on a spiritual high at that point, too, but I'm just trying to be, you know, keep my thick outer shell on and be like, I'm, I'm fine, I'm fine. But I remember that first Sabbath, we came back here, and... uh Jerry Shepard and Jan Heiss, after the service, Laurel was, I mean, Sabrina was with Laurel in the mother's room. They turned to me and I'm like, just about in tears. And they're like, what's going on? And I'm like, you guys gotta go pray for Sabrina with Sabrina right now. Please. Please. They immediately got up and just surrounded Sabrina with this love that can only come from God. It was mm. it was awesome to see this continuing after continuing this church family showing up for people in need. It was huge. Yeah. Huge. And, you know, this story just got Crazier as it went on. We, I had this wonderful idea about getting, we couldn't find a house, getting a fifth wheel travel trailer. And I found a piece of property, and the guy said, You could put a fifth wheel travel trailer on. I spent the rest of our savings on this old travel trailer. And, uh, you know, Sabrina was thrilled, you know. <laughs> I set that up in the driveway. We had 30 days to go. And, um, uh, after a week or two after I bought that trailer, I renovated it, made it as clean as I could get it, as nice as I can to suit my wife's needs. And um, I get a call from the property owner that I was promised spot on. And he said, sorry, I'm not going to be able to do this for you. And I'm just like, oh. Um, and I had to get the new Sabrina. And literally the next day, Sabrina finds out we're expecting Barrett in our lives. It was just... <laughs> Let's think about that. <laughs>
1: Two kids, a baby on the way, a trailer that we have nowhere to put in front of our house that we're going to have to leave in 30 days. Yeah, it was not pretty. I was incredibly stressed out. No, I did not want to go to church. No, I did not want to read the Bible or pray or have any sort of Bible study or anything. Even though I loved everybody here and I could come here and get a hug and cry my eyes out and that would be fine... <laughs> I just wanted to step back. And I kind of yeah. wanted, yeah, to just cry.
0: <laughs> cry and, the <laughs> and I'm still on the spiritual high. Like, oh, it's all going to be it's good. God cry. is good. Like, it's going to work out, you know. And I'm going to uh, Bible studies all week, doing the prayer meetings, I'm going to every Sabbath. And I'm just, it's really like, we're well, still going there and we got stuff to do. And it was just this, this church connection that really got us through that time. And honestly, we were there, uh, I was there one day giving away all my stuff for free on Craigslist, all my gardening stuff I got, had. I was just, I'm like, I'm giving it all away. You know, what's important right now is trying to figure this whole thing out. And a, a couple shows up uh, that live next to George and Linda May, and uh, they're picking up all my gardening stuff, and I'm like in tears. And they're like, what's wrong? And I'm like, I told them everything. And I'm like, I don't know what to do. And they... Uh, <laughs> They're like, come out to my place and, and look at the spot we got for you. And immediately the next day, they're like, just pull your trailer up. Uh, we won't charge you a thing. And those people were just so loving. They, they weren't really into God or religion, but man, they just had a love that was amazing. And so there we were. We, we pulled it right behind their house. I mean, we were real close to their house. And two kids, two dogs. A baby on the way, and a fifth wheel travel trailer. Uh, No chickens. The chickens had to go. We actually
1: gave them the chickens. (laughs) Yeah,
0: we gave the folks the chickens uh, on their property. (laughs) And uh,
1: I just have to say, though, during that whole time, you know, from the knock at the door to buying the trailer to learning I was pregnant to you know having 30 days left to meeting these people giving them all of our stuff which i did not want to give them our gardening stuff mm. you know we had worked so hard he had hand built a lot or like with his own hands a lot of the tools and materials and things and it was just hard for me i don't like change very much and this one i did not take very well and i mm. hardened my heart like big time so mm. we move into this trailer into their backyard and I'm just like gritting my teeth the whole time, the mm. whole time and not praying, not being thankful, none of it. And mm. again, it just like darkened my heart the far, like the farther we got into it.
0: Yeah.
1: And, um,
0: the Lord really knew that that wasn't obviously the best spot for us. And three months later we get this letter. They get this letter in the mail from the county. The county's asking us to move off the property. And so here we are again, devastated, no place to go, no rental.
1: Um, I kind of had this moment of, "I told you so."
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, one of my brilliant ideas. You know, I tried really
1: hard to keep it as like nice uh, as possible, right. but um,
0: right. yeah. So you know, and through that time too is coming back here and that this church family wrapping their arms around us. God working through each and every one of you guys uh, was just absolutely amazing and crucial and really what we needed in that time. And um, uh, to basically about, I don't know, 10 days before we had to move, I ended up finding the house we were in now. It was a place that needed to be fixed up. And we, uh, uh, she's like, you know, the, the landlord was like, it needs a month of fixing up. And I'm like, perfect, I can be here with the fifth wheel travel trailer, living in it tomorrow, and uh, we can fix the place up, and we can get it all done. And we spent that month fixing the place up, got the house ready, and then it was just in time for Barron to arrive.
1: Again, I was still, even though, like, you know, we had this blessing of this new house, and we could even bring the trailer too, I was still so angry, so frustrated yeah. that all of these things were just tumbling down, and I wasn't in a comfortable space about ready to, you know, bring our third child into this world. And um, it Yeah, was... and I was
0: still on this spiritual high. I was just, especially when we got this house, it was like that's, God is with us. Like, this is it. This is amazing. Yeah. It was, I mean, that was a really tough time, but I was just, wow, this, it, I couldn't, just just overflowing with how awesome God was. And I I'm ready. I want to recommit my life to Jesus. I'm doing this now, and this is where I'm going.
1: Mm-hmm. And he was, like, running full force ahead, and I'm like, you know, oh, no, 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 yeah. no. Let's, like, back out, you know. And he's thinking of getting baptized, and that was nowhere near any of my thought process at all. Like, mm. again, I don't have any knowledge of the Bible. I don't have... I don't know, really. I mean, honestly, I still sit in the children's Sabbath school, and I'm still like, oh, really? You know, like, (laughs) listening to the stories of the kids. I'm not kidding. It's a big thing for me. And so he's, like, full force, and I'm just like, no. Like, I still, again, I was still having my job. Like, went on maternity leave for a couple times, and then went back. And then, you know, I knew as he was you know, drawing closer to God and this church that I didn't want to separate. So I, I followed and I knew that I was going to have to quit my job and, you know, that's okay, I guess. So uh, he ended up getting baptized, which was amazing. Yeah, it
0: was a huge, uh, huge day for me. It was a real big blessing. You know, God was working in my life, in our lives, in our family's life, our life, yeah.
1: yeah, together. And honestly, I have to say, though, that when he was thinking about getting baptized and he was working towards it and everything, I was like, wait a minute. Just wait. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Slow down. Wait for me, okay? Since, like, we came here together. You know, the pastor of the church married us. Like, can't you just wait so we could do this together? So it would be kind of like this, like the idea was you know, Pastor Zach married us, Pastor Zach will baptize us, you know, it'll be this like lovely thing yeah. that we'll do together. And he's like, nope, going for it. Either you're yeah, jumping yeah, on or you're getting off. Strong.
0: Yeah, I was and really adamant about this is what I'm doing. And if you want to come, come. If you don't, don't. And it was a really arrogant of me to be putting it that way. Um, I wish I would have gone about it differently, but I was I was going full force. A lot of you guys know how I acted. That's how I do with my jobs, and that's how I did it then, too. It's just I go into it, and I don't stop.
1: I'm the complete opposite. <laughs> I, like, put all of my ducks in a row, think about it, and then, like, rearrange them, and then, you know... Like, I yeah. go very slow. I think we've actually talked to Zach and Leah about that a couple <laughs> of times. Like I am just very hesitant on things. And um, mm-hmm. But, you know, I was happy for him. I was glad that he did that. And during all of that, you know, I had come to know the Lord in this church and most of you in here even more. Um, Linda Mulder had invited me to a Bible study and Elena in Beverly. And that was very, um, that was one of the bigger
0: yeah, it was on the It, it Is Written series, right?
1: Um, well, yeah, I think so.
0: It Is Written it Bible was, Studies, okay, yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was. It, yeah, we started that one, which just like dove right into all of the information of this church. And, mm. you know, we did it very slowly. We did it at our pace and... I have to say that it was perfect for me. I was creating relationships with them. I was learning how to pray. I mean, I have never heard, you guys, honestly, the way that you guys pray in this church is incredible to me. I have never heard that before. And Linda is just ongoing, amazing, beautiful prayer. And then, you know, slowly going through these, um, these Bible studies together, um, sure. Learning and it was a safe place for me in mm-hmm. our small little group. You know, I could ask questions, I could bounce ideas off, and be like, "Well, mm-hmm. oh, really, okay," you know. And yeah. it was it it was very very powerful for
0: me. Another thing too I want to add is back in that time we were doing more of these seminars, more of these uh, studies, weekly studies with Ty Gibson, Nathan Ritter, uh, and Lee Vinden also. And you know, even though I was Listening to all this stuff online, I'd come home and just ramble about it on and on. It was something that was really amazing for Sabrina to take that time to really absorb this information, mm-hmm. and really just uh, those were really big and powerful in our lives and Sabrina's life, and especially with uh, Lee Vinden. Also, we did a, we went through a Bible studies book. Uh, knowing it's all about him, it's all about him. yeah, first. yeah, and then he came study. and spoke here on his "It's all about jesus series
1: i didn't even read that
0: book but
1: i was (laughs) just sitting in the bible study and actually i think the molders were putting that one on that was one of the first ones and i was just sitting there listening to everybody you know the way that they prayed the way that they talked about it the way that you know they're getting into the book but yeah the seminars were very um impactful as well like just listening to them you know start with the subject and follow through, for me, you know, I was gaining understanding and, and more knowledge at, you know, a very slow pace, but I got it, and, you know, it was all making sense, but really um, what led up to my personal baptism, it had taken a year or so after him, you know, I didn't, I, you know had a baby and all that.
0: And then um,
1: I, you know, we attended the Lee Vendon and um, that one was particularly inspirational for me because um, what he said, like he just simplified a relationship with God. And again, I had no idea. I thought God was way up there and I'm just down here and, you know, is there some rules in a book that you're supposed to read and stuff? And and Lee Venden said that Jesus wants to be your friend. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a very simple relationship. It's not like, um, or it is, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's just, um, what did he say specifically? It just clicked. Um, and I might even mess this up. But I said it during my baptism. What he said during the seminar was, it's not. Who you know, it's, not it's who you are, it's, it's who you know. Wait, hold on, you guys. Sorry. <laughs> <I'm messing around. laughs> okay. It's um... no no no, just anybody okay. Now look at me. I need to take
0: that. I think it's not what you know, it's who you know.
1: It's yeah, it's essentially who you know changes what you do. And mm-hmm. again, I you know, I felt guilty. I felt terrible. I didn't want to come to church here. I didn't want him to come to this church. I didn't want him to get baptized. I didn't want to change my life. I didn't want to stop working. And so I felt guilty, and I felt like I can't, you know, I don't know anything really about the Bible, the stories of the Bible, Jesus. Like, you know, none of that clicked with me. But when he said it's just knowing Jesus, praying for him, you know, you know, being his friend, having that relational impact Jesus will change what you do. You don't need to be a changed person before you come to him. Mm-hmm. And man, I'll tell you, that's what did it for me. You know, I thought it had to be a certain way, and Jesus is like, no, 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 no. Come to me, and I'll make you a certain way.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so that's what did
0: it. <laughs> and I'm, uh, you know, I'm just so proud of this amazing life I have to take her time to not just be like, oh, I'm just going to get baptized because I'm going to do it with my husband. But she wanted to know truth for in her own time. And that's a very, very valuable. We all have a journey, and it's our own journey. And, uh, you know, we need, we need to come to Jesus and know truth uh, in our own time and, and really commit to Him when we're ready. It's not anybody else, what anybody else can say, but it's just really you and your friend, Jesus, mm-hmm. that make that connection. So...
1: Oh, and then, yeah, and then I was baptized in 2018. <laughs> Praise
0: God. Then she got baptized a little year after a year after I was and really committed her life to Jesus. And Jesus really started working in our lives. You know, it, Actually, it was amazing. Yes. Um, you I know, was, before
1: yeah. we go on any further, though, it's it's kind of amazing how good God is. Like, mm-hmm. if 20 hindsight is 2020, 20. Like, you turn around and you really look at every single position that he had us in, whether we were ups or downs, and then you know you really turn around and you're like, Whoa, okay, wow. I'm sorry, I wasn't being faithful. Like mm-hmm. I, you know, my faith was shaken. But praise God for the way that He seriously, seriously works. Amen. And um, yeah, I mean, Matt was working the grounds yeah. here, which was nice. And then I got offered to be the secretary here, which is yeah. great.
0: Mm-hmm. The and, farm ministry really took and off. We've been, you know, I've been asked to speak a bunch of times and now Sabrina's going to start speaking for us more often now and uh, (laughs) leading out in Bible studies maybe. No, (laughs) no, but God really worked through our lives. He's the one that did all this. Uh, We want to give him all the praise and really want to thank you for this church body too. Um, This church has really came together for us and we want to see this happen again. This is not going to stop with us. We're going to do this again and again. And again, so when you come out, just greet people, love on people, pray for people. When you're out in the, uh, your work, out in the street, just you don't know what's going to happen, what God's going to do. Even if you might not have the funds to do something for somebody, uh, you could always show up. And, and God can show up through you in an amazing way and, and really reward you. We have this opportunity. Lee Vendon is coming again and. In- March, help me, she's got the dates, so March oh, March 11th. March 11 To 19th. <laughs> See, she keeps, keeps me on track. I'm but we have, <laughs> We're really excited for that, but we have a lot of the uh, uh, pamphlets for that seminar in, um, in the lobby, so please grab one of those, hand those to somebody, and don't just hand it to them, follow up, get a number, make a friend, invite them over here, because I'm sure they're going to find the love that we found here, and um, oh, they, will. they will, they will. Jesus is here. God is good, and uh, we really thank you guys so much for listening to our story.
1: Right, and yeah. I just want to say to all of you, thank you so much. I'm sorry I don't really, like, have a Bible verse or anything that I really clung on <laughs> to, but powerful. it is just, you know, God is so good, and the way that he worked in our lives is incredible, and all of you, you know, all Amen. of you, Amen. so...
0: Well, let's let's pray. <laughs> Dear Heavenly Father, Laura, we're just so... We're so thankful. We're so filled with joy on what you could do through humble people in this church, Lord. You thank you. We're so thankful for calling us, and Lord, we just uh, we don't want to sit here idle. We wanted to do this again. You did this through our lives, and please give us the strength and the wisdom to to reach out to people, to love people, to hug people. Um, to be there, even though we might be busy with our lives or, or tired or not have enough finances to do something, Lord, we know He could do amazing things through just a little bit of faith. And Lord, we just ask as this seminar comes up, we could just pray that you would just, we just draw people in here, just draw people in here to hear your good news and hear how, uh, what you've done for us and what you are going to do. Amen. We just pray these things in Jesus' name, amen. amen. Amen.